Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wrong and Wronger, the show that will challenge my ability to count backwards from five, not once, but twice. James will explain all of that in a minute, but I gotta say, James... And I've talked to Lola about this, but you're a very difficult person to like. What? And yet, here I what? am again for the fans, because I'm a giver. Difficult person to like? There is exactly... Yeah, everybody knows. Exactly one tolerable person on this podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, yes. you, you guessed wrong the first time. Would you like to try again? <laughs> Well, 50-50 and math, all a part of what's already happened behind the scenes. And I, I don't know if I can work under these conditions, James. Yeah, I actually was trying to multitask here because you just had a, well, I was going to say brilliant insight, but nothing you've ever said has been brilliant. But it, it was an insight. I'll say a judgment-neutral <laughs> insight, neither good nor bad. But you suggested that, you know, yeah. for the eight people who watch on YouTube, that maybe... Yeah. We should read their comments on air. Give them some credit. Spread out the love from Judy P just a tiny bit to reward them for going in there and writing down in a place where generally neither <laughs> of us looks. We are very bad people. We have so few fans and we really don't take care of them. No, but we did ask them to participate last week and there were some who stepped up to the plate. And uh, this is a good time to recognize them because we asked... Should we, or would it uh, matter to anybody if we ended the video part of this podcast and just went audio? And the fans, and there is an S at the end of that word, James, yes. have spoken. We had whole a whole seven comments. This is this is the biggest <laughs> outpouring of reaction we've had ever oh since the God. Fravis incident, where we <laughs> we created a whole new word <laughs> on Urban Dictionary. So here's here's a few comments. Here's the top comment with a whopping two yep. likes. It says first and foremost. Do not stop making... Oh, this is from Susan, by the way. I guess giving shout-outs to people doesn't do any good if I don't acknowledge who wrote it down. But Susan says, <laughs> first and foremost, do not stop making wrong and wronger. And do not is Ooh. in capitals. Uh, I'd accept audio only, but if you could do a sporadic video together, I'd be thrilled. I look forward to seeing slash hearing from you. So obviously, Steve wrote this in disguise. And Susan is not a real person, but nice try, Steve. Well, that's really secret code for I enjoy seeing Steve, but if I have to put up with James, so be it. Okay, then we've got Kotkul says, if you go audio only, will you go back to uploading on Spotify for the first time since this debate format, uh, since the debate format episodes? We used oh. to we used to post on Spotify, and that was your job. What happened, Steve? Why have we not been on Spotify for the last? Who knows? So there, there is uh, there are two good reasons. Ooh, I, and uh, are they both laziness? One is. Uh, no, no, oh, no. Oh, oh, Not laziness oh, okay. at all. Okay. James, people know you and I well enough to know we are anything but lazy, despite everything you say you are. But uh, one was nobody listened on Spotify okay. anyway, which would have been fine because you and I are used to yes, that kind of absolutely. But number two, it cost us a separate amount to post on Spotify. Seriously? So, 
Yeah, it was twenty extra dollars a month. Whoa, Not that that affects month? you at all, James. Uh, yes. yes! Well, actually, I, I will have you know, my alert popped up just yesterday to pay Steve, and I promptly ignored it because we both know I can only pay you once every two years. <laughs> But yeah, that was, uh, we had to go through a third party to get posted on Spotify, and that required extra legwork on my part, which was fine if people were going to listen there. But nobody did, and it cost me 20 bucks, and it's like, okay, so I've had that's, enough of this. And that was that. That's impressive. You're basically like paying $20 so one person can listen. Because I can't imagine we had any more than that one person. So, Kotkol, I am sorry. The only purpose of your comment was so we could personally disappoint you. And, this, and thus, we have defeated <laughs> the purpose of this segment. But you know what? We're going to go ahead and go through. We've got so few comments. We're going to read all the comments here, really, because it's not Ooh. like we have... Oh, this is dangerous, James. It's Brinkley. not like we have a lot of other content to get to. So here we go. Helen says, no, I love the video podcast. Do we even say, do we even say at the start of this what these comments are in response to? Yeah, we, I laid okay. it out. I, I zone out when you're talking, so I was unclear. <laughs> <laughs> P, yeah. So do I. P.S. writes, no, 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 no. Don't cancel, please. No comment on video no, or audio. No. Yeah, but there were lots of no's. There's five no's, but then a don't. So I don't know with double negatives what that cancels out to be. Terry says, nice hat, Steve. So it's good that we're reaching out to our blind viewers. Uh, Empire Jeff says, <laughs> yes, question mark. And Terry, for a second time, says, nice hat, Steve. So... <laughs> So we had seven comments, including two by Terry, that compliment my sartorial splendor that I bring to the show every week, James. Well, there we go. We have heard back from literally every listener we had last week, and the results are unanimous. We've got a big meh. So so there we go. But I think for now we're going to keep the video going simply because I didn't actually research audio-only devices that Steve could use. And also, I fear that giving him any new piece of technology to use, even if that piece of technology is like 20 years old, is just going to baffle him. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not I'm not the right guy to break in any new fangled technology. Like if the Russian subs used it in World War 1, I'm almost caught up to where it is. I'm going to go on a limb here and say you could not handle a sub because you are still baffled by ball valves. I'm not baffled by ball valves, James. I've done a tutorial on this very <laughs> show about ball valves. I did that for your benefit to at least spare you the bafflement in the future. I do know more about ball valves than I ever wanted to, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like this podcast just may be dumber. And that 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 frustrated sigh for once was not for you. It was what? it was for it was for life in general. So I'm trying to multitask. So you made me get on my phone to read these comments. So while I was doing it. Our school, you. This is this is probably uh, totally beyond your experience because back when you had kids in school, they wrote on cuneiform yeah. tablets and and all that chiseled <laughs> on a mountaintop. But my kids, like their teachers, communicate through apps, and every teacher yeah. uses a different app. So I have nine thousand kids, so I have to be logged into nine thousand apps. But this year, the school sent out a message about a specific app, and so I'm hoping that's going to be the app for everything. That's probably a vain hope, and I'm probably going to get a thousand other emails for this. But anyway, they sent me the invite for this app, and I went in there, and it was all set up. They had all my info, and they said, do you want to combine with your wife's account? 
And I said, yes, because the problem we have is we're both trying to be on these apps and email lists, but like only half of us is on each one. So when they could try to communicate, there's no telling which parent they're going to reach about what. So we ne neither one of us ever has more than half the information, but it gives me a chance to merge the accounts. And all I have to do is send a verification code to my wife's email. And so mm -hmm. I click send it through to my wife's email. And my wife, mm -hmm. who is busier in the, during the day than I am, is working. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I sent it to her. And then like 30 minutes later, she's like, okay, there's the code. I forwarded it to you, which is too late. So then I sent her the code, code again. And then she sends it back to me. And it is too late. And so that was there. It just popped up as I was talking to you. And I thought, oh, maybe this time it will not be too late. But it was too late. So once again, Steve, you have stopped me from doing something far more important than this podcast. And our accounts shall never be merged. You are the reason I will never know what's going on with my children. So that's, that's the sacrifice I make to be here with you today. James, I realize you are attempting to shame me with that information, but you're only filling me with pride, pride and motivation to continue on and screw up your life as much as I possibly can, knowing that I've already done yeoman's work in the past. And if we're going to learn anything from history, it's that I'm going to continue this, this uh, run of success that I've had. Run of success at disabling success in those around you. Is that hobbling the successful? Is that the, is that the game plan here? Uh all the successful just a select few one <laughs> I, I do i do like that you just went along with my assumption that i am successful so i'll, I'll take that as a win for the self-compliment there but you've got you've got a kid away at school how does how does the school communicate with you i'm guessing like angry certified letters <laughs> yes yeah they send the italians to the house to break our thumbs <laughs> <laughs> we uh we don't communicate much with them we'll get emails that uh attack link us link us <laughs> see i don't even know the lingo you kids <laughs> use nowadays james links that will um guide us to the portal to get his grades and uh like mid uh semester whatever the hell they call them now in school i don't pay much attention to this james but uh, if there's a snow day or if they have uh like a COVID outbreak and they're gonna close for the day or something we'll just get a an auto dial call from uh, a recorded message principal saying we're having a snow day because there were 38 inches that fell last night so good luck with that but that's about it otherwise we just communicate with our kid your kid lives on campus and is also like nine states away. What do you, what do they expect you to do with this information that there's a snow day? Are you going to drive nine states through the snow to his, <laughs> to his dorm to pick him up and drive him home? I mean, what, what are they, what are they anticipating there? I don't think it's anything other than we happen to be on the parent list. Ergo, we get all of those kind of messages, whether we give a hoot or not. And I would, I would assume you are generally in the not give a hoot category. I'm like, yeah, he's your problem now. What do you want me to do about it? Come on. I mean, as much, what are we paying you for? As much as I rip on you for basically everything you've ever done, you did get <laughs> your kid out of the house before age 18. I mean, they was 16 or 17 you got him bounced? I mean, that's... that's uh, 16, yeah. 16. This is his third year up there. That is, that is A-plus parenting. Wait, so he started at 16 or he's 16 now? He's 18 now. 18 now. He started at 16. Gotcha. Wow, yeah, I'm... I'm confident I'm going to be stuck with my kids till their mid thirties. So teach me your ways. Do I have to, do I have to raise my kids to be hockey stars or what's the, what's the key yeah, here? You're going to need them to get good in a sport that mm. is only played like at a school far, far away. I'm trying to think of what that would even be. I mean, maybe like, uh, 
like I, polo maybe I, I don't know something uh well, I guess there's the, the the North doesn't have a monopoly on horses. I guess they really only have an, a monopoly on ice and cold, which is why. Or maybe maybe we can go the other direction. Maybe we can we can pick a sport that's only played where it's very warm, like uh, alligator swamp volleyball or something. I mean, there's got to be some sport out well, there. Well, <clears throat> if one of your kids is super good at tennis, they could go live at the Nick. I think it's Nick Balotelli. I can't remember the exact name, but it's a where both the Williams sisters and Andre Agassi, all the Americans that are really good, go down there and live in Florida at his place. And the, he trains them and the best of the best join the pro circuit when they're teenagers and they start making money for their parents. I uh, I know somebody actually who played Division One tennis, which you know is pretty high up there. You got to be you got to be pretty good to be a Division One athlete at anything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now he hates tennis with a passion of a thousand sons. Uh, and so I think uh, and I think that's pretty much the reaction of anybody who does a sport up through college. I just uh, you either you either go pro and, and hate it forever. And really, there's not that many things to go pro in. I mean, there are some sports that just kind of end. Like if you are the greatest lacrosse player ever. There really is not a meaningful professional lacrosse, you know, circuit out there. You're just you're just done. Or so you know, it's uh, I, I think sports are the pathway to disappointment in general, and you have to work really, really hard to get there. So maybe there's an easier way <laughs> to ditch my children. I'll, I'll I'll keep my thinking cap on and see. Except me, right. me and sports don't really get along so well. I guess I'm good at I'm good at raising mediocre children who halfway try at various things. So I've, unless there's like housing out there for halfway effort, I don't think what's going to happen. <laughs> Well, there is. It's called rehab. But that, that's just, <laughs> I just want to mention that uh, if anyone can see what's happening over my shoulder, several horsemen of the apocalypse are about to descend upon my ranch. And I don't think all four are going to get here at the same time, but they will eventually have like a hootenanny on Rattlesnake Ranch. I've, uh, according to the weather app, I have a full hour before the thunderstorm Ooh. arrives. But as you can see, it's almost here. Well, I do appreciate that you have dedicated your last hour on Earth to me. So <laughs> we can, maybe we can catch the final destruction of Rattlesnake Ranch on camera. Ooh, live, yeah. I suppose okay. we, we should get back to our favorite discussion, things that are wrong with uh, Steve's real estate purchases. So what's going wrong on the ranch this week? <laughs> Well, we have a three-bay garage. One of the garage door openers, which is brand new, no longer works. Of course. So one of the three doors doesn't open. I mentioned last week that my four-wheeler is dead, but we can't take it to get fixed because the truck is dead. Interesting. I Yes. <laughs> I did get the truck back today, but we had other things we needed to get done today and had to quit early because of what's happening behind me. We wanted to make sure to batten the hatches before the storm got here. Of course, that didn't stop an HVAC guy from saying he's going to come out in an hour to give us an estimate on putting air conditioning in the big cabin. So at some point, I have to go down and re-padlock the gate when he leaves in the middle of a pounding thunderstorm because the gate opener doesn't work either. Now, there's another motherboard on order, but I'm guessing because it comes from China, it's going to be at least a year and a half before it arrives. There is a whole lot to unpack there from why do you need to lock the gate in the middle of a storm to actually I'm just, I'm you know I I'm going to I'm going to just push aside all the petty ones 
and jump to the big. Ooh, is, is that thunder? <laughs> you got nothing left. There's anyway, no in your okay, no, 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 no. You rushed right past the headline there. This oh, giant oh, oh. cabin, this giant luxury cabin on this massive rattlesnake-infested estate. Oh my god! Does not oh, have god. air conditioning. No. What? It what? has. We've. <laughs> So, we have the equivalent of a window unit air conditioner that is trying to keep up with the 99 to 104 degree temperatures. That's not including the heat index. There's no trees around the cabin, so the sun, which has been unimpeded for the last month, just hammers our tin roof. And uh, that thing has not been quite as capable as we were hoping. It was also property of the previous owner. So it sat getting chewed on by mice for three years. But we figured, ah, we got time. We'll just uh, ride this horse until it dies. And it is about dead. So we got uh, heat and air in the small cabin so that my son wouldn't die when he stayed here for the summer. He's still here. And uh, now it's getting to the point that we have to put air conditioning in the big cabin or we're going to die. Well, I got to say that would be a pretty awesome end to this podcast. But, but not, <laughs> but, okay, I just got to gotta backtrack. So when you saw this place, you yeah. saw the rattlesnakes, the mice. Yeah. You saw no water. Yeah. You saw questionable yeah. electricity. And you saw no yeah. air conditioning. And you were yeah. like, jackpot. Not only that, but the shower. I can't remember if I sent you a picture of that shower when uh, we first walked in, but the entire wall had collapsed because it was draining into the wall for three years and everything had turned to like nerf all the wood and it all collapsed into the shower. So it's actually worse than you're painting a bad picture of being, James. And you were so excited about this place. You could not wait to move in here and get away from your neighbors who set off fireworks one extra day a year. You thought. No, that was two houses two ago. Two houses ago. Last house, we lived in way too expensive of a neighborhood for anything to do anything that would upset anyone. So, okay, why did you rush out of that one? I can't remember. It was just because somebody paid you a bunch of money to not be there anymore. Was that was that, that one? You mean Olivas Manor? Yeah, Olivas Manor. Somebody came in and made you an offer you couldn't refuse, or did you, or did you move for some other reason? Uh, well, someone did come in and make me an offer I couldn't refuse, but when I couldn't afford the mortgage anymore because my speaking career ended abruptly, ah. and so we lived off of the moratorium on mortgage for as long as we could, and then we had to get out from under the house and. As uh, we've talked about before, we also didn't need that much house. We didn't need to be in that school district anymore. And uh, we're out here, which we like much more than that. The house isn't as good, obviously. The house is, it's not a piece of crap, but it's- well, uh, Yeah, yeah, it's, it kinda is. That, that's some pretty yeah, powerful denial right there. It's kind of a money trap, but the property is so well worth being out here. Like we got a pretty good deal on this land because it was so overgrown and we've worked ever since we got it to get it back under control. And we're probably two thirds, maybe three quarters of the way to our goal right now. And it's fabulous. I love that your idea of downsizing was buying the largest property of your life. Like you, you have downsized by moving on to like 200 acres. That's, that's small for you these days, huh? <laughs> well, we downsized because we live in a 1200 square foot single room cabin right now. And that, that tiny air conditioner can't keep up with 1200 square feet. 
No, it's, well, God only knows how old it is. Like it's not our air conditioner. We inherited it with the house. But from what the HVAC guys have told us, we need a 24,000, an equivalent 24,000 BTU unit to not only cool the 1200 we've got, but we added the master bedroom that's not it's just roughed in right now. We haven't finished it because workers suck. <laughs> but we also have to heat and air that. And so we need 24,000 BTUs total. And the air conditioner that we've got in the wall is only 18,000 BTUs. So it's struggling to keep up. I see. Have you considered... Have you considered yeah. throwing your son out of the small cabin since he doesn't really live there anyway and just taking it over since it seems to have heat and water and electricity and air conditioning? Yeah, uh, he'll be here for another couple, three weeks and then he has to go back to school. And uh, that one is wide open. Obviously not for James Breakwell, but we on uh, desperate nights may go over there if we don't have air conditioning and he still does. I was actually just thinking that maybe I will come visit you after all. If I could live in the tiny cabin at a higher standard of living than you live in the big cabin, that might make <laughs> me yeah, it might make you feel good enough to go down there. I guess what's the what's the toilet sta uh, flushing status there? Does the toilet currently flush or not flush? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything works. We got we got the satellite TV, Ooh. we got uh, Wi-Fi internet over there. Like it's uh it's like a nice, it's about 950 square feet, and uh, it's a nice hotel room, like a big hotel room. It's got fully functioning kitchen, oven, dishwasher, microwave, shower works, toilet works. That's, it has that's a, air. almost as big as your main cabin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the main cabin is 1,200, and I think we added 350 or 360 with that master bedroom addition. So we've probably got 15-ish, maybe leaning on 16. Gotcha. How did the mice feel about that? We have not, and I'm knocking on, well, Trex, I'm <laughs> knocking on fake wood that uh, we haven't had a mouse in the house since the winter. Like, I don't, wow. if we had, if we had any, we've had maybe one, but uh, since I, cut everything back away from the house the mice have gone back from the house once in a while now when i'm cutting down some chest high weeds again i'll see mice run out from the tall grass field grass weeds but uh, i don't think they like the short grass they get picked off by the birds mm. which are always circling and looking for food it's uh it's wild kingdom out there outside your house but i do like i just like to i, I choose to believe that your house is no longer suitable for any life, human or animal, even very small <laughs> animals. They're like, you know what? There's no air conditioning in here. Maybe we'll go out to the grass where there's a bit of a breeze. There's always a breeze, which is nice here. So even on the hottest summer days, there's a pretty good breeze because of our altitude mm -hmm. and it's wide open. So it's more comfortable than you realize. Now back to your earlier list of terrible things. You said the truck was mm. dead or you didn't have the truck to drive something somewhere, but then you mentioned you got the truck back. So did you get the truck back yeah. and it died? Or are you saying it was dead past tense and it has since been resurrected? It used to be dead, to be and dead. now it is alive. We call it Lazarus. Gotcha. Yes. And then as for the gate, couldn't you leave yeah. the gate unlocked for one's thunderstorm? Just let it ride? Is somebody going to rush up your, your driveway at that exact moment? It's uh, No, no. I it, We have to leave it open all night. And the gate is, like, all the way open. Like, it's not just closed and unlocked. It's, it's laying open. And I guess we could leave it like that. But it's... Um, it just makes me feel a little more secure knowing that there's a padlock that has my back and not just wide open to the world. 
especially because so many people in town have been curious about this property for three years. It literally, almost everyone we meet says, oh yeah, I went up and looked at that place. I just couldn't afford it. And then they sort of look at me like, ah, you're that doctor from Nashville, aren't you? But so many people have come up here and apparently they just feel free to wander up the driveway whenever they feel like it. So I did, as I've mentioned, post the no trespassing signs at the gate. And uh, we'll see if people adhere to those if it's hanging wide open. I mean, it's bold of you to assume the people there can read, but you know, to each their oh own. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, what are what are the what are the odds? What are the odds that amongst our six listeners is somebody there in your neck of the woods? Uh, it's zero, zero. I am still. People are nice, but uh, I ain't one of them. And uh, they let me know in no uncertain terms. Did I? Oh, this we're already at the end of the podcast. This is a whole different section. We've had we've talked on here before about getting recognized, though. And apparently, it hasn't happened to you down there in Tennessee yet. But I, I had it happen like twice in a month here recently. Wow. I went to a children's museum in uh, Muncie, Indiana, which is a good bit of a drive away from here. And uh, as soon as we walked in, somebody came up and said. Uh, and like they walked up to me, or we were like, we had just walked in there, and some they had uh, the demonstrators had some guinea pigs out, and my kids had run off to look at them, and somebody walked up to me. I was like, no, we can't be getting yelled at already. We've been here for like thirty seconds, and she just goes, I love what you do, and I've never been so confused in my life. Like, what, what did I do? Again, we just got here, but no, she, she recognized me as James Breakwell, and then it was super awkward because it's like, well. I came here to this children's museum so I could not watch my kids for eight hours. Like I'm just <laughs> turning them loose and I'm going to sit here and be the worst dad you've ever seen. Cause I've got a bunch of stuff I have to write. And that's what I did. <laughs> but now people knew that like I was supposed to be famous for being a less terrible dad. And I was clearly being the worst dad I could possibly be. And then it happened yeah. a few weeks later, it happened again. And you probably didn't read this newsletter, but it happened again in the middle of the Rhine river in Europe. We were there and somebody, I didn't see that. Yeah, some mom came or not mom it was like an older lady and she came up and she goes oh so you're the people with four daughters and we're like who have we been talking to do we even mention our kids we came here to forget we have kids but like this lady was there with her three of her four or two of her four daughters and they one of them had recognized us and told her and they all follow me and i was like this is this is insane i am the i am the least famous internet person ever and if anything my star is fading rather than rising at this point in my life but yet i'm getting recognized more often so clearly i'm just getting worse at evading detection but i would really enjoy it more if you got recognized for the podcast cuz that's that's my favorite thing in the world cuz by far of everything you and i do this this is you you have nine podcasts this is your least listened to podcast of all of them and it's also you like you do so many other things this is also your your activity of least exposure so when it's when you get recognized for the podcast i mean that's like uh that's like a comet happening during a full moon while getting struck by lightning and i really hope it happens with somebody down there who also knows the sordid history of your property and continuously trespasses there because if that happens wow. then we're going to have a really good suspect for who kills you when your body turns up so it's going to be them they will be right next to me whichever week we record and that happens but we got to get going james because i it's uh it's starting to come unglued here at the ranch and uh, the wind is starting to pick up and i think two of the horsemen of the apocalypse have landed at the helipad by the hospital up the road so i got to get marching here 
Not that I wanted to stay in the first place, but I will let everyone else get away from James Breakwell for another week. And until we meet again, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, who's about to be wet, saying uh, thanks for watching and for James Break. I don't know what's going on, but Breakwell says goodbye and hopefully forever, but he'll probably be back next week. But until we meet again, uh, remember, two wrongs can't be right. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs>